Welcome to the From the Flats podcast, brought to you by AT&T, your destination for the latest in Georgia Tech athletics. Now, here's your host, Wiley Ballard. And welcome inside another From the Flats podcast. A big week here on the Flats. Tons of good stuff going on, but the uh, headline this week uh, here in Midtown Atlanta is the introduction of new women's basketball head coach Nell Fortner, who joins us now. And, and Coach, thanks so much for joining us. It's It's been a whirlwind of the past 48 hours, right? It has been, Wiley, um, but it's been exciting. I'm really uh, happy to be here. Can't wait to get started and um, with this team on the floor. Um, but I'm just really proud to be the next women's basketball coach at Georgia Tech. Well, Coach, you mentioned it in your press conference yesterday. You're uh, you're a Southerner uh, by nature from Jackson, Mississippi. I'm curious, what was your perception of Georgia Tech like, not only growing up, but as a player and, and working in media compared to what you've seen these last two days? Have you learned anything new about campus? You know, I've, I've always had a, a, a long time respect for Georgia Tech because it's such an outstanding um, educational institution. But it's right in the heart of Midtown Atlanta, where it's just a beautiful area of the city. And so you've, I've come here um, on recruiting uh, events um, because they've been hosted on this campus. So I'm very familiar with, with the campus. But, you know, just, just being the whole, uh, what, you, what you know out there as far amongst coaches has always been, man, Georgia Tech, that could be, that's just a super job. Because kids want to come to Atlanta. Um, because you can recruit to this institution, have had a lot of respect for what the program has done in the past. And and, uh, hopefully I can um, build on that and um, move it forward. You said earlier yesterday that you'd been bitten by the coaching bug uh, this year. What changed for you this year knowing, hey, you know, now's about that time I need to get back into it? You know, when I stepped away from it, um, I needed a break. And it was just a matter of just recharging your battery, figuring out if 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 I still really did want to coach. And I had a great opportunity at ESPN and will forever be grateful for that. But it, it allowed me to stay in the game. I just wasn't on the sidelines, you know, watching multitudes of practices, watching, learning new systems, new offense, new defense. I mean, just all kinds of areas of the game. Well, it grew, it grew my game. It grew my knowledge. And um, I was like, this year just really started hitting me. I, mean, I need to get back in this game. I'm a very competitive person. I've always... Um, uh, loved coaching and, and trying to figure out ways to win, but the kids are really the most important part of what I've always enjoyed, watching them learn and grow and become um, really productive individuals as they get their degree and move on. But um, I miss those relationships, and so uh, really happy to be able to get back to that. You had a chance to begin some new ones yesterday, had your first team meeting. Yeah. don't want to go into any details necessarily, but how, how would you assess that first meeting? What did you think? Oh, I, it was very enjoyable. They were great. They were very receptive. Um, we had some fun, you know, um, little questions back and forth. And, and I'm just, you know, I, I'm looking forward to just continuing to know them even better um, as, you know, every day goes along. So. You know, it's a process um, to, to get to know each other, but boy, they are, they're a fun group. They're a very nice group of uh, young women, and uh, I'm excited to start working with them. Well, you touched on it yesterday in the press conference, but this is also a very talented group. Yes. Uh, got a couple of players who, who've already earned uh, all-conference honors yeah. in their careers. Uh, two players who won ACC Rookie of the Year, including Elizabeth Balligan, uh, just this past year. Um, when, when it comes to this group and, and mixing in with, with the way the game's changed, you, you discussed that yesterday about how it's much more offensive, a lot of three-pointers, a lot of athleticism. Uh, is that something you want to try and install not only with this group but with your program playing 
that higher pace? Yeah, absolutely. It's where the game's going. Um, players are getting up and down the floor at a really uh, high high pace, and, and it doesn't matter um, if they're short or tall. Uh, every The athletes are just so much better today, but the game has really expanded in the sense that it's just it's, – it's just not a slow down game anymore. It's not a, it's not a come down, pounded inside. Unless you're Baylor, who just yeah. won the national championship, <laughs> they had a six seven kid that could really get up and down the floor. But the ancillary pieces on that Baylor team were absolutely outstanding. So they could they could score quick if they needed to, or or pound it inside. And that's that's a nice way to go. But um, I'm, I just can't wait to get back on the floor and start teaching. I love to teach the game of basketball. Um, I'm an encourager. And, uh, and, and a high-energy coach. So it, it's going to be – I'm really looking forward to it. Well, Coach, you brought a lot of high energy uh, here to the Flats in your first couple of days. I know there's a whole lot more to figure out over the next several mo- weeks and months and, and going into next year. But I am curious, uh, now that you have arrived in Atlanta, anything on your to-do list from, a, uh, from, a, from an Atlanta native standpoint? Go <laughs> checking out a restaurant or going to see the World of Coke? What, what's on your radar? Look, there's so many things to check out in Atlanta. <laughs> I've never been to the aquarium. I've never been to Coca-Cola. I've been downtown many times. I love Midtown. I've been to many restaurants in Midtown and um, look forward to, to going back there. Of course, I, I, I'm a shopper. Look forward to going to the mall. That's probably not going to happen for about three months, but that's okay. But I like the energy in Atlanta, and, and that suits me perfect. So I'm, I'm just happy to be here, but most happy about being on this campus and being the basketball coach here and can't wait to get started. Well, in that three-month period, I think we've got you decked out enough Georgia Tech gear <laughs> to have so. you covered, right? <laughs> That's right, because <laughs> I, I don't have any right now, but I'm going to get up to speed today. Sounds like a plan. Well, Coach, thanks so much for your time, and I look forward to following you th- uh, throughout the spring and in the next season. Thanks a lot, Wiley. Appreciate uh, it. That's head Coach Nell Fortner. When we come back, we'll speak with Georgia Tech baseball assistant coach James Ramsey as the Jackets prepare to pack their bags and head up to Boston. This is from the and we're now joined by assistant baseball coach James Ramsey here as the Jackets preparing to head up to Boston College coming off four consecutive ACC series victories. First time the Jackets have won four straight conference weekends since 2011. And coach, we were talking back in January and February, you thought this team has the potential to accomplish some things. Still a lot more baseball to be played, a lot more goals to be reached. But right now, how satisfied are you with how this team has not only grown since you arrived in January, but even over the last couple of weeks? Yeah, uh, no, I appreciate you saying that. I think it's something that we've tried to create an atmosphere from our training to our game preparation where you know, the three things we talk about is players trusting players that I think is, is the ultimate foundation of any team. And I think our leadership and our team has done a good job pulling together guys of different age groups, different backgrounds to kind of go to a common goal. I think the next step is players trusting coaches, which I commend our guys for really trusting our staff with the way that we've changed some things up and we've we've done things a little differently. We're trying to just get them to be a little tougher, a little grittier. Uh, and then finally, we like to tell them, man, we really enjoy that when the game starts, we can put them in positions to succeed and then kind of step back. And that's the coaches trusting players part. Um, and those three things, I think, you know, we give our staff a lot of credit for, give our players a lot of credit for, uh, I think, are, are what's allowing us to, to go out there and compete with a lot of confidence. When it comes to the grit concept, that's something that has kind of taken off here uh, over the past couple of weeks and really over the past month. You see it on social media, you see it. Uh, in the interviews as well. What, what's the origin story of, of, of that for you guys with Grit? 
you know, the, the genesis of it, I, I don't know exactly. Um, you know, I know that just in, in the process of interviewing and getting this job and being really thankful for the opportunity for Coach Hall to, to bring me on board, um, was just saying that, you know, we, we've always had talent at Georgia Tech. We've always had professional success. We've always had college success and guys that are really good players. I think that just when you continue to uh, just realize that, uh, when we look across the dugout, we truly feel that we have a chance to be better than the team that we're playing against. And I think just getting guys to kind of believe that. Um, but the grit is something that, you know, a lot of people want to point to as, hey, this is a tough kid or it's not a tough kid. It's kind of in his DNA. Uh, I'm not really a firm believer in that. I think that, you know, the way that you practice, the way that you make your decisions when you're outside of the field and spending time with your teammates, I think grit is something that's developed over time. And that we're fully not there yet, but I think that we're understanding that when we work hard and we trust each other and we uh, make informed decisions of how we want to train and how we want to play, that that process leads us to the results that we want to get. Kyle McCann and Tristan English are uh, the heart of the order. They get a lot of attention. I want to ask you about the middle of the infield, though, with Austin Wilhite and Luke Waddell, two guys who have come on real strong over this series winning streak. Uh, what have you liked from them offensively? Offensively, I think that their quality of at bat, uh, we talk about being one unit offensively, that it's not one through nine, that it's you know it's an entire group. And it doesn't mean that everyone approaches their at bats the same way. I think it's finding what guys do well and knowing how to gel that together so it just becomes kind of a pass the bat back to the next guy. And those two really embody it because they impact you in multiple ways. They're going to see pitches. Or in, when the pitch is right down the middle, they're going to get a good swing off. Uh, they bunt, but they're not looking to bunt in a passive sense. They're looking to just give, uh, you know, let the defense take what the defense gives them, essentially. is If they're going to play uh, back, we're going we're gonna to bunt. When they give us a shortened field and we roll over a slider down the third baseline, it becomes a double because we've stressed out the defense a little bit. They're impacting the game on the base paths, whether that's first to third, first to home. Uh, just the way that they, uh, you know, attack dirt balls uh, from the catcher's down angle reads. That's stuff that they practice, and so it's really good to see it uh, play out in the games. But I think it's an unselfishness, just that guys that have switched positions, you know, it was very easy to, you know, want to be the shortstop or want to be hitting first or second in the lineup. And that's something that, you know, we've done a great job of just buying in that any way possible to win games and help our team, that both those guys have done a great job. Jackets 22 and 11, ranked in the, the top 20 across the major college baseball polls. And right now, where the RPI is, uh, coach, you guys are in the top 20, top 15, uh, depending on uh, which calculation you're looking at. That sounds like a team that has the potential to host a regional. Is that something you guys talk about uh, in the locker room? Uh, we've talked about it just as being another checkpoint uh, in our journey. And, and really, I have to take a, a quick break to thank the fans that have done a great job coming out to games. They've I really believe they've impacted games, whether it was the Georgia game, the UNC series, Notre Dame on a Sunday, uh, that that all the fans are having a tangible impact on the game and supporting our team. So that's something that we think they deserve to have a regional here. When the uh, you know the sun's out in Atlanta, it's in the middle of June, uh, playing at, at Russ Chandler. Our field crew is you know not to give them a shameless plug, but I think they're the best in the country. The way that they've prepared and they're on their hands and knees at 8 a.m. on a Tuesday when we're walking in when we don't even play a home series for two more weekends. 
I think that this whole program deserves it, quite honestly, and that's why we're trying to put in the work uh, to get that for this university, this athletic association, and then the baseball program as well. Well, in order to play uh, at home in June, you've got to win on the road here in April, going to Boston College this weekend, and then uh, headed to Virginia Tech the following weekend. What's the key uh, for this stretch? You guys won a couple of home series now. Uh, what, what's the key to bringing that success on the road? Yeah, I think it's it's about staying within ourselves. It's about playing our brand of baseball, which is you know just making sure that we don't give anything away. That if a team's going to beat us, they're going to beat us because they did everything right offensively, defensively, on the base paths. Uh, but when we give away things, uh, just like any other team in the country, you see so many midweek upsets or you know teams give away things, other teams can play with them on a more even playing field. It's like turning the ball over 15 times in the first half and not expecting the defense and the offense uh, you know, to come out and, and shoot 50% in the second half. So if we can start games off well and we can be the aggressor, whether we're at home or on the road, we hit first on the road, meaning that we have a chance to kind of impose our will and, and have a 25-pitch first inning, uh, just immediately puts pressure. So that's kind of our style and playing clean defense. I think it's something that we've worked hard at, um, but just continuing to stay engaged regardless of who the opponent is. Boston College, very capable opponent. Coach Gambino does a great job getting those guys to grind and just put the ball in play with two strikes. So it's something that, you know, we'll be ready. We've prepared for it, but also it's fun to see on the road because we're kind of all we have is the, you know, 27 players and staff in, in the dugout. And we've done a pretty good job so far of just staying within ourselves and also realizing that, um, you know, we're all we've got, but we all we need on the road. The Jackets seven and four away from home thus far in 2019. And Coach, before we let you go, I want to finish with this. You guys have uh, developed a tradition of celebrating uh, series wins uh, so far this year, haven't you? Specifically uh, the night before that uh, next weekend, uh, getting a big meal together, right? Yeah, we, uh, we've kind of rallied behind, uh, you know, a, a nutrition and a meal plan that has been you know, practice games, and we've had a lot of great support from fans, boosters, supporters, and just kind of saying, hey, we, we understand that we can have a tangible impact on the product that shows up on the field. Um, and so, yeah, we've, we've uh, kind of thrown steak dinners out there or something. The guys like steak. Um, they, you know, have been messing around about, you know, putting steak on their plate. Uh, if we win a series, <laughs> win a big game. And it's just, you know, once again, it's just the fun. It's the smiles. It's the dancing in the, in the clubhouse afterwards. It's the steak dinners we're able to provide. Um, and just give them the all-around experience that, that they deserve. When they work really hard um, and those things pay off, uh, we definitely feel like um, we're thankful for it and, and want to just continue to build the family atmosphere uh, the night before a big series. Is there a grill master in the dugout? Uh, in the dugout, not not so much yet. Chris May has been the guy okay. for us that, um, you know, if, if he needed, uh, which we would never hope that he'd quit his day job, but that he could absolutely <laughs> transition quickly into uh, you know helping out somebody on the Food Network or whatnot. Well, Chris May, the uh, head groundskeeper at Georgia Tech and uh, soon to be the head chef uh, for Georgia Tech baseball. Coach James Rams, thanks for the time, and uh, go get him in uh, Boston College this weekend. Thanks, Wiley. Go Jackets. All right, Jackets head to Boston College. Softball team at home against Pittsburgh. Hope you make it out to the flats. And again, thanks for joining us on this episode. You heard from women's basketball head coach Nell Fortner, baseball assistant coach James Ramsey, and we've got spring game in less than a couple of weeks as Georgia Tech gets set to wrap up their spring practice on the football field. You've been listening to the From the Flats podcast brought to you by AT&T. Be sure to tune into the Georgia Tech IMG Sports Network on game days for live coverage and subscribe to this channel to get the latest news on the Yellow Jackets.